Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Texas Underground. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and as always, the show is brought to you by La Conecta. Make sure you check them out at shoplaconecta.com. We got the air fresheners, you know what I'm saying? We got the we got the hats, we got the rolling trays, man, lanyards, we got all kinds of cool stuff. We got the uh, cut energy drink, para que andes al cien. Make sure you guys check them out. Uh, make sure you guys check them out on all... ShopLaConecta.com. Man, these motherfuckers creative, bro. I need some yeah. shit. Shit's all dope as hell. The show is. Oh, they like inside the Whataburger eating? That's hard. Come on, man. We need that. The show is brought to you by music, GT Music Distribution. If you're an independent artist looking to take your music to the next level, make sure you check them out at GTDigitalDistribution.com. Calm. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. That is the message. Joining us today, man, we got two of A-Sound's dopest producers. Mm. I'm saying they've done a lot of work out here for Wiz, Wiz Khalifa, Kevin Gates, Plies, Boozy. Uh, we got Mexican OT in the building. They Mexican work with Mexican OT. OT. Yes, sir. Uh, Yo Gotti, to name a few. GMB, what's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? What's going chillin', on, chillin', man? Appreciate you having us, bro. I appreciate y'all making time, yes, bro. Sir, I know, I know sure. y'all stay busy. I just mentioned all the work y'all do. So definitely know you guys stay busy. So we appreciate you guys uh, making time for us today. For sure. Um, let's jump right into it, bro. Um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously you guys worked on OT's album. OT's out here right now. Y'all working on something else with OT? Uh, yeah, we actually have an album that we produce solely. Uh, it's coming out next. Okay. We actually didn't work on this album. We contributed to the album. We don't have any beats on the album. Oh, We're more okay, so on okay. the management side of OT. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so let's let's go let's go back. Take it back a little bit. T- talk a little bit about history, man. How exactly do you guys know each other? How you guys meet? Uh, well, we're from the same neighborhood. We met in high school, actually through my little brother. Yeah. My little brother was riding. He stayed in the back of the neighborhood, and we stayed in the front of the neighborhood. And uh, my little brother used to ride his bike all through the neighborhood and ran into him one day. Yeah. And he's like, he came back and he's, hey, bro, <laughs> one of them Destiny Child brothers, man, he make beats and stuff. He live in the back of the neighborhood. Yeah. And we clicked up like that. And just click. Yeah. Well, ironically, our parents knew each other. Yeah. We didn't know that. So what are the chances. Like his mom used to babysit, babysit my mom. his mom. She used to. Yeah. So we yeah. didn't know that though. They grew up across the street from each other. It was just meant to be. So I when my mom saw him for the first time and he came in the house, she was like, "Who's your mom?" And he told her, and he was like, "Oh." And that one thing led to another. So yeah. It's history. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. first time behind I us to go. We were getting ready to do some studio shit. Walked in. His mom looked at me and was like. What's your name? What's your mom's name? I was like, boy, come here. I used to watch you when you was a baby. Like, really? Didn't know that. Yeah. That partly because when I was I was born in Houston, but I got a traditional family, and my granny in Louisiana raised like five generations of my family before she passed, and I was the last generation. So when I was born, I was shipped to Louisiana instantly yeah. to be raised by my granny, and then I came back to Houston in middle school. So I didn't know that yeah. his mom used to watch my mom and all that because I was in Louisiana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 crazy. Our parents do that. Like us, we were Mexican. We automatically get shipped back to Mexico. Type yeah. shit. You know, I got shipped to Louisiana. And then, you know, and all these people, like they're your family in, in one way or another. You didn't even know them, right? Yeah, um, man. So obviously, so you, you say you guys click, um, but what made it to where it was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot to work with him as a group. I'm gonna say just opportunities. Like we were, we were, we were working. And just, you know, going through stuff. So we never just, like, 
parted, if that makes sense. We always we went through stuff together, music side, stuff outside of music. So I think that kind of made us click when it came to um, just sharing ideas. We came in as rappers, yeah, that we didn't want to rap, bro. Yeah, we came we in rappers that rappers. didn't want to rap, and we both kind of like I don't want to rap. But we I think did a we song looked together. up. Yeah, I think we yeah. looked up like in a year's time, and we had like one or two songs. Like, yeah. bro, this ain't this ain't this ain't what we want to do. We're not really rappers. We yeah. like making the beats. Yeah, yeah. So we, so got when, y'all, when y'all say rappers that didn't want to rap, what do, what do, what do y'all mean? We were calling ourselves rappers, rappers, but we didn't produce enough music to be labeled as rappers. We probably had one or two songs. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, they somewhere. Them. They somewhere in the archives. You never, you never hear them. I'll be able to find it. <laughs> never hear them. If you dig deep in, deep into SoundCloud, yeah. then pop in there. <laughs> <laughs> SoundCloud, we way before that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MySpace. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be on a CD something. But no, we have it on one of those hard drives. We got like 20 hard drives at the studio. We never got rid of anything we've ever done. Yeah. So it's somewhere on a hard drive. Somewhere on a hard drive or a yeah. floppy disk. I got there. There you go. <laughs> yeah. As we say, disk, that's what we talking about. It's, yeah. The other day I was cleaning up the house and I found a whole bunch of floppy disks with my name on them. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was saving on these things. Yeah, yeah. We definitely yeah. come from the floppy uh, disk era. So you guys jump on the scene, man. Who was the first artist y'all started working with as far as production goes? I'm going to say we, our first plaque came from my sister Latoya Luckett. We moved a lot with Slim Thug and the Boss Hog got lost, though. They kind of so put our name on the yeah. first placements. First as far placements. As like rappers. Yeah. yeah. Was with, uh, yeah, Boss Hog got lost. We did Ride With No Ceiling. That was our yeah. first one that made the radio that That's made us okay. feel like. Yeah, okay, yeah we, we did that. Something. That was like our introduction to uh, being, I guess, Houston producers, you could say. Yeah. 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 That gave us a name to like start. Definitely gave beats. us a name because that song was everywhere. They mm-hmm. were signed at the time. To Interscope, matter of fact, they were signed. And uh, so that video was on Rap City, MTV, every day. Yeah. It was on 97.9 all day long. But that was before the tag era. Yeah, we didn't have stamps, so everybody thought Mr. Lee did it back yeah. then. There was no Shout tag out Mr. Lee, though. It was no problem, but yeah. Oh, everybody. so like 2007, eight, 2008? Nine. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around eight, eight, nine. Something I'm like about that. to say six or seven, yeah. yeah. Six, seven, that's when we was on the road with Toy. Um, how, how that connection come back with Slim Thug? Uh, his sister used to yeah. date him. Yeah. Some big brother, yeah, some big brother stuff. That's really, that's really how it happened. Like it is, we could beat around the bush. Like, and we can look back in hindsight and say this now, but I think he kind of used us to get closer with her. (laughs) Like, like he he drive his truck to prom, the same truck that he's in on the still tipping video. He took that to prom. He used to always bring us around the studio. Yeah, I got little bros with me, trying to maybe get cool points. Full advantage. It got us better though. It got us better though because yeah. our the first, first years, he, I, he we would no give him we, we would give him beats and he wouldn't rap to him. Like it ain't like we just met him and magic happened. Now nah, we weren't ready. You know he was getting beats from Lee and getting beats from other guys. Boy and, yeah, and, boy, yeah. and they were just we had to learn the hard way. Yeah, I was, I was about it to say wasn't that. like oh yeah you little brother okay I'm gonna rap on it. Nah, it was like y'all can come around and look, but they weren't just. Throwing us on records. Like, Every blue moon, they'd be like, play some beats, and we were playing, we were like, yeah. I just think y'all need some more, like, sounds, sounds or something. Yeah. Something in y'all beats ain't right. Yeah, he kind of kills us on that one. Yeah. You know, you feel feel like, yeah, we got him this time, and it's like, nah. It's still not enough. He's like, y'all need some more sounds or something. I don't know. Like, what y'all working on? It'd be like that. <laughs> maybe I, if somebody maybe I need talk to you like equipment. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but somebody say, you need some more equipment, it's kind of like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's what I wanted to ask you. How hard was it break, breaking through? It was definitely hard for us because, yeah, we were around it. But be, people think because you're around the people you're around that it's easy access. Yeah. Nah, they gave us a harsher treatment than yeah. people, somebody fresh off the street. They threw us in, a, we in, had in the water with the sharks. Like, we went, 
We're yeah, in we the didn't studio start with, with the big guys. Uh, upcoming artists. We got thrown in the studio with Slim Thug and Latoya yeah. Luckett at their prime when they're both, when he's with Pharrell. Yeah. We're in yeah. the studio with, with Slim and Pharrell. Pharrell plays some beats in his, yeah, plays some beats. We like, man, playing in right now. We got Pharrell sitting right here. I'm not about to play my beats. Nephew, the guy that made, supposedly made In the Club. He was one of Dre's producers. We're in the studio with him. He playing stuff that sound, he's working on the same stuff we working on. But it just sounded so different. And I think we knew then. I think it was after that yeah, L.A. We trip. Knew, we we got back home. Yeah, we were like, we, we got to figure this out. We got to ready. We don't need new yeah. equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Now, exactly. No, I think that's what it is. When we found out, we were working on Logic. When Logic first came out at the time, and he was working on Logic. He had the same plugins we had. We, you know, we sitting behind the computer like, damn, that's, we got that. Yeah, we got, got that. that. Yeah, we but got I that. never heard that sound. Yeah. But it's what he's doing with it. And I think that made us go, we got stuff like hang up. Yeah. We got home. You know, people go, yeah, that's the time. Yeah. Yeah, when we got home, that's when we stopped traveling. Yeah. We stopped traveling after we got home. We said, we got to get on our shit, bro. Because back where we were just at, we ain't ready for that. Mm -hmm. Let's not leave again. That kind of made us that. a name here, though, because now we're working hard. We're, we're putting that ground in and seeing that. But then coming back here with that same attitude, when yeah. people from here hadn't seen that, not everybody, some people have, but I know we saw it and a lot of people around hadn't seen that kind of worth ethic, some, that kind of talent. So they're thinking we, the Neptunes here, but when we go out of town, like, nah, we ain't the Neptunes, kid. They, yeah. they stay on some different shit. Man, see, that, that's, that's one thing that I was going to ask. Being that music evolves so much, how hard has that been for you guys, if any, to, to be able to... Keep up with the times. We stay attached to the yeah, youngsters. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy for us because we, we understand stay attached the, to the music industry. And, uh, yeah, we stay attached to, to every generation. Yeah. What's like, we're up part next? of every generation from the Screw era. Then you got your Paul on and Mike Jones and Slim Thug era. Then you got this new generation. And we still, we're part of all three of those eras. Yeah. We you know always stay locked in with what was coming out. Like, you could go to our IGs and see us post pictures with people who are 500K, you know what I'm saying, on, on Instagram now. And we knew them way back before you'll see us post pictures with them two three years before yeah and now it's like oh that's what's the name and that's usually how we end up working with people and that's how we end up staying attached to the new generation when he becomes a big star it's like we was already missing with him yeah old people were so yeah and, and it's cool to have that open minds you know to to work with the new generations coming oh, yeah, out yeah yeah because I, I know there is a lot of people that you know this is how i do things this is how i'm gonna keep doing things and mm -hmm. and and yeah that shit doesn't doesn't work out for the most part um being that you guys have been around with so many, so many, uh, I guess big name artists from from the get go, uh, who has been like y'all's favorite? Uh, not Boosie. to put y'all on the spot, but just like favorite. I mean, we both can answer that, Boosie. Yeah, we were fans of Webby yeah. and Boosie before we even knew them. That was when like we our did, favorite rappers. When we would do interviews before we met Boosie, and you know how people would be like, "Who do you want to work with?" You know, something oh Jay Z and Eminem, or you know Lil Wayne. We would always be like Webby and Boosie. We were both saying the same that Webby and Boost. We would always say that. And then when we finally met him, it was like, I feel like that was one of my first time being starstruck. But not yeah. starstruck, like I can't work with you, but like him sitting next to me at the board and going, rapping and going, what you think of that? Or passing us the blood. What? Like, oh, shit, I'm what you mean what I think of it? <laughs> what you mean what I think of that? You boost. <laughs> you can't say nothing wrong. And then it turned into a friendship after yeah, that. Now we, that's another yeah. part that kind of like, oh, damn, he like, well, I fuck yeah. with us. You fuck with us for real, for real. Invited yeah. us to the crib all the time. Stand, All type of shit. He's stand, he's stand, stand. Yeah, he's stand on GMB for sure. Yeah, uh, he never had said anything bad. How, how did that connection come about with, with Slim, Thug. Slim Thug. Thug? He had cancer. When he had cancer, he was um out in Houston at the you know we got the best cancer center. Yeah, and um MD Anderson, shout mm -hmm. out MD Anderson, MD Anderson. So he had to stay here, and I think the first night he went to a studio. There was a lot of people there, but you getting chemo and stuff. You're not trying to be around people, take pictures, and he called Slim Thug. He's sitting in a wheelchair early in the morning. Yeah. It was like. Hey, I need a studio I can go to. And he called us early that morning. It was like 
eight o'clock in the morning, probably. And we rushed, hurry up, got there. And for sure, at first I thought it was like, yeah, all right, let's try. You know, you get flukes. Not yeah. saying slim or slim a fluke, but you get a fluke. Oh, they decided to go somewhere else. But we got up there, made sure the studio's clean. We got there. When he was outside and people walked in, saw it was cool. And he walked in, it was like, oh, snap, that's boozy. But we done been around people, though. But when you yeah. from the South, you think about it. This is all after the L.A. stuff and we're around. I'm telling you, Dr. Dre's producers and we're around. Even for real, that was one for me, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, for real. That was one. That was one. Yeah. Me and being in the real with Pharrell and Timberland one time, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> wow. But a personal, well, we got Boosie in our studio. And we're rec- we're hitting record, and his vocals are going through our mic, who we was in our closet at one time, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I think that's like the biggest thing. That's some a big reward. And to, like you say, he said becoming friends. Now this is yeah. our, my friend. Facetime Boozer right now. He's gonna pick yeah. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. where the money at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go cow on Boost with the money plays. Yeah. He gonna pick up. <laughs> but before Boosie, I can say it was Slim Thug. That Slim was Thug, like, that's yeah, big yeah, bro. That was like that yeah, was somebody sure. we idolized too. Like damn, that's Slim Thug. Nah, yeah. for sure. I wouldn't yeah. tell him. I wouldn't tell him to his face. I see him every day. I would tell him to his face, and I have before. But yeah, first time he walked in the crib. It was like, all right, he slipped thug here, though. <laughs> like, nigga slipped thug in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm playing. That's how, that's how yeah. Big Brother, like, though. 23 yeah. years later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's how no, Big Brother. No, but it does though. become one of them things, though, because a, a lot of people be like, man, what's it like to hang out with so-and-so? And it's like, yeah. at this point, you know, we're cool, bro. Like, yeah. It, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not. Right, right. Like it was, like you said, 23 years ago, where right. it was like, damn, Slim Thug. It's like, oh, they go Slim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. I'm like, it's cool. Oh, they go Slim. Yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> it's crazy to think about it now, though, right? Yeah. Like, go, say, go we back to his crib yesterday. He had to get, he had kick back like, at his crib yesterday. Call, he pulling up, coming to Houston, coming to the studio. It's just normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's still, I take that back. It still be like, damn, we is fucking with Boosie. Yeah. <laughs> it still be like that. Well, he sometimes. go viral and do crazy stuff, and then you talk to him right afterwards. Because in the like, south, the a lot of people. Well, if you're not from the south, a lot of people don't understand what Boosie means to the south. When yeah. he says certain things, I think. You know, everything is an opinion and everything could be argued about. But when he says stuff like, I'm Jay-Z of the South, you understand what he, why he's saying it. Yeah, you'll understand now. Outside of the South, how dare you compare yourself to Jay-Z? I'm not comparing myself to Jay-Z. I'm just telling you my impact down South is like what Jay-Z has to everybody else. And there's people that will vouch for that. Not everybody feels that way in the South or understood, but we get that. When yeah. you from down here, you understand why he could say something like that. And we'd be like, well, shit, yeah, that nigga did kind of raise me a little bit. So he's, he's I was like, jamming this shit when I was, uh-uh. we was four deep into such and such and doing my thing. Young Boy is another one, too. Another uh, surreal moment for us. Like, young Boy. We young were Young Boy. Boy. When he was living in Houston, we were his engineers. That he would he recorded everything at our studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so. Yeah. We he got like a lot of he got a lot of videos at the studio. He shot videos there, yeah. We would never really post as much while he would be in there, just out of respect. But yeah. we have a lot of footage. He has a lot of footage on YouTube and stuff in our studio, and that's kind of like that's some dope. You know, what I mean? yeah. certain artists you can't post in the moment. You gotta yeah. wait till they gone. You gotta wait till yeah. they gone. Man, I, I'm glad y'all saying y'all were saying about Boozy because look, and this is this is from my from my library. It's not from iTunes, and. That's all I used to listen to back in 2008, 2000. I have oh, yeah. all the... So, yeah, you come from our era, our <laughs> generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, like, so, yeah, when, you, you know, the whole he is the JC of the South, like, yeah. yeah. For sure. He, yeah, he, get, he like, get that crown, for sure. Yeah, you can pull that out in court. It might do something. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> you can bet on that in Vegas. You might win yeah. something. For sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he was a he big, uh, I guess, influence at that time right. for, for, you know, for, for some of right. us and whatnot. Um, man, 
besides working with big artists and whatnot, you guys do a lot of other cool stuff, man. Some people might not know. Um, the, you know, yeah, you guys do the uh, light the fuse for the rockets and yep, stuff like yep, that. We did, yeah. that. We did the Texan song before one year with uh, Paul Slim and who was it? Zero. Zero. Paul Slim and Zero. Yeah, we did that one before the light the fuse. That, that was the one. Uh, in JJ Washington was yeah, yeah, JJ yeah, was going yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's I ain't gonna lie. Now that one I still never get tired of because the places I've seen it performed with a million people and it be them on stage and it be that track where you be at a game and they'll hit it. They still like, play that man, song to this day. Go to the Texas game, they play it in the stadium for sure. Slim performed it probably like a few months ago at the at the halftime show. Like they still and to see the um the amount of people that go crazy because they're Texans. That's another market. Yeah. These are Texans. So, you know how how you know how many people in there on a Sunday every Sunday. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> easy, easy, and they all love this song and go crazy when they hear it. So I think that's one thing that's like, dang, we did do that. Yeah, you'll forget it sometimes. Yeah, I see that one. I didn't know, but yeah, that that, that was also another see? dope ass. That's because it was before the tag era. We didn't have nah, we beat, tag. Beat, tag tag on on beat tag. Is tag on that? Beat tag on that. Beat tag on that. It was early on though. Yeah. Instagram wasn't as big. I'll say, listen, we got a like million that. songs out though without beat tags yeah. that, that people wouldn't know. We'd have to tell you we produced it. Let me ask you that. As far as that goes, what's a song that you guys like have taken a lot of pride on that people might not even know you guys produce? I'm, I'm gonna say Rob no ceiling still. I know I know we have other ones, but that yeah. one we never had a beat tag, so we never really got credit for. And it. But it's not that, like nobody stole our credit. Everything we produce for Plies too. Plies on the tag. Yeah. When he buys your beats, he tells you, "Hey, what do you want for it? Because I'm taking your tag off of it." And back then we needed that money, so yeah. I don't take it off my boy. Yeah, take it and do what you yeah, gotta check. do. We'll do that. Thank and, you. And then nowadays it's hard too, man. Because I remember back in the day you used to have the booklets where there was the yep. the credits on yep. there, you know, yep. produced yep. by. You know so-and-so. what though? I, and I I've, I've never done this before. Uh, we I think we have. Shout out Young Chill. Young Chill is who hooked us up with Plies. He was I. engineering I O Visuals. He was uh, engineering and mixing his album. He was like, "Yo, send beats Plies in here. He worked like crazy." And you know people say send beats, and when you ain't there, sometimes it don't hit. And he was he was like, "Hey, he loving y'all. Send more, send more, send more." Next thing you know, you go on YouTube and find Plies songs that we've produced, but we have to point and say we produced it because he took all the steps off. Yeah, but he still he took everybody's tags. Everybody, yeah, you know, it's not us. just us. Yeah. He take he doesn't do producer tags because it makes your album sound like a mixtape. Especially because it uh, was that website. Everybody got these amazing tags at the beginning, the explosions going off and all type of shit. It sounds like a mixtape. Yeah. So he would like take every tag off. Such and such. Where did you find that? Yeah. What's that website that started doing all the production? Uh, SoundClick. Especially because it was SoundClick. Everybody, you know. Everything is a type beat. Yeah. Such and such type beat. Yeah. GT Guards a type B. We were talking about it the other day. For sure. <laughs> I feel like you made it, though. Yeah. When you, get yeah, when you get a type beat, you made it. When you get a type beat, you made it. There's a Mexican, Mexican Yeah, there's OT definitely that Mexican beat. OT type yeah, beats type all over yeah, YouTube. Sure. All over YouTube, right. For sure. I've seen, I've seen those, Never yeah. get a type beat you there. Yeah. <laughs> you got your name established. You got your name established. Is there any specific style that you guys prefer to make as far as... Uh, we like doing country rap tunes, man. Country rap yeah. tunes. I think we yeah. getting into that like lately. Instrumentations, bass lines, guitars, organs, pianos, stuff like that. Mixed, yeah. Mixed with, mixed with some 808s, throw them in there, yeah. Speaking, like doing that. Since you mentioned that, let me do you, have y'all produced for any like country artists? Because a lot of new age country yep. is country rap. That Mexican yeah. Yeah. I was just about to say, you guys sitting over the couch over there with the cowboy boots it's on and the gym shorts. Slash rapper, slash, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that new project. Yeah. Nah, officially country, no. We've done gospel, but not We've country. done gospel. Yeah. We've done house music too. 
We've done um we had some remixes oh, come yeah, out under capital. Yep, yep, we showed it. Um, back music. in the game, and that was some like we weren't experienced in it. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, can y'all make remixes to this?" And we were like, "Yeah, sure." And we found out, hey, we could make house music. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we, we done it. All we said all. sure, but we didn't we even been know. through, been there yeah. and back. Sure. Yeah, uh, man. So, so look, we get on Instagram and we ask people to participate on the questions. Uh, we got a couple questions on here from from the Instagram people. Uh, so, if you haven't done so, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the JBAS Show, and you can participate in some of these questions. And you know, we'll try to try to ask as many as we can. Um, one of the questions on here is toughest artist to work with. <laughs> Propane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. Uh, We've had some characters in that damn studio, my boy. I'm going to say a, a, a session that I feel like we don't really have bad sessions, but one session we can say. He didn't say bad. A long time ago. who's the toughest artist. Toughest artist. No, nah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, bad session when I say a difficult person, yeah. bad vibe, which we have no problem with. Great guy, I'm sure, but just maybe a bad night. Wale oh, came right, in man, and I was that tripping. Wale, uh, like I'd never get that. We was like, I don't know. Bro. I think yeah. he just didn't have his his his. He, he he didn't have his juices flowing that day. He was waiting yeah. on some medication. Yeah, and yeah. get it, and then get know? the medication. And you know, and when people don't have their medications to start that day off, they're cranky. They're all yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't want to put that on his name. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't. You know, we know we don't know. It was just, he just had an off. But day. Day. anytime somebody that says day. that, I'd be like, yeah, we never really had like. I just hate working with them, but I remember being like, "Yeah, I'm kind of cool. He don't come back through this no more." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he's, I'm, I'm sure he's a, you know talented um, guy. He's here, propane. That's our brother, man. Shout out, propane, man. Propane. That's how he come from our hood, man. We've been knowing him since day one. That's day one, right there. That's family. This one we kind of already answered it, but what 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 has the experience of working with Boosie been like? Gangster, yeah, for sure. He's a gangster, gangster man. Everything no, you man. expect him to, him to be, he's that. <laughs> But he's, he's, he's a character. There is no two different sides of him. What you see on camera is him. Is yeah. what you get. That's him. That's why he's easy know. to sell himself because he's selling himself. He's not trying to, the cameras come. We've been around that. We've been around you talking one way, and as soon as the cameras come on, you throwing some sunglasses. And it's like, well, I thought we was okay. All right. Okay. Not with him, though. Not, not with, with him. Boosie is who he is. That's why he can go on live every day and say what he wants to say. Cause that's him 100 percent of the time. Around his kids, around his boys, around his everybody. Yeah. yeah. What about Webby? Because you know the thing about Webby, I remember the internet will give him hell for not fully understanding when he's talking. Uh, me and Webby, he, he didn't give off like like dummy how people. I ain't saying people call Webby dumb, yeah. but like they try to act like he's he just, just being him. Yeah, he like, just like to drink liquor, yeah, man. That's, that's it. all it is. Yeah. He just be drunk. And people sit at home and talk about celebrities. Like he be like, man, you know it take. Smarts to stay rich, like you know, it, and the dummies just ain't out here real. Where you seeing guys, some people are just doing that, right. like and Webby not broke, yeah. Webby not broke. So yeah, it take it take some money to keep your money. So nah, he's not no idiot or you know nothing. He, he cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. You guys have a lot of accomplishments that you guys have you know been able to do and whatnot in, in your career and still going at it. Uh, but in your opinion, what has been you know, and this is an answer, a question for both of you guys. What has been your your biggest accomplishment in your career this far? Platinum plaque. Platinum plaque. I'm gonna say just every to this day, and then still being accepted. I was just about to say to this day, being able to wake up and do this, and in doing this for. 20 some years you know what I'm saying like yeah. watching certain of, people yeah. when you run into people that you started with not even y'all didn't start together y'all started doing the same thing 
uh, years in, you the next, uh, uh, uh. but regardless, we stayed afloat the whole time. Yeah. Whether we were the top order, we still stayed in the game. Our, our name still stayed in people's mouths, definitely here in Houston, in Texas, period. So I'm going to say being able to wake up and do, you know, do what you love is kind of like a reward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a reward that's, you know, cherish it if you're doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would say that's that's a big accomplishment for Yeah, because sure so it's different to wake up at 4 a.m. to go to work when you don't like working there than to wake mm-hmm. up at 4 a.m. because you're about to get this idea out of your head and work on a production. If you're not right. still up at 4 a.m. And that's yeah, what the people got to understand right. that, too. You know, that sounds yeah. like... That don't sound like a bedtime for us, if that makes sense. Yeah. We're already still up, but people don't understand that too. Um, I remember talking to somebody, and they was like, that's crazy. You um, you get to wake up and do what you love every day. And I said, would you do what you love, what you do right now? Would you do for 10 years and not get paid? And um, it was like, now. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, yeah. You, what you looking at didn't start yesterday. You know what right. I'm saying? When we were sitting in the studio, and it was it was just you know a conversation with somebody younger. You know what I mean? That's just starting to go to school and doing this, and and it's like if you this didn't come overnight at all. Like yeah. people that know us when they walk in, and still feel the feeling that we feel of like yeah, y'all boys really still are still doing this. And yeah. I think that's a reward for sure. I, yeah. I think a lot of people feel to realize. The the sacrifices that that, that lessons learned definitely some sacrifices. Right lessons learned everything. Show yeah, because like you said, a lot of people are quick to say, "Oh, they came out of nowhere." That's mm. like that's like the popular term. Like yeah, came out of nowhere, yeah. and it's like if out of nowhere means 15, 20 years, and bro, yeah. like like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the podcasting thing. I've been doing shit for seven years, and then people's like, "Oh, you just popped out of nowhere." Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was recording in my garage, right? Yeah, phone in, over the phone interviews, right. sweating. Right now we ain't here with some good right. good AC. Right. We ain't here with some good AC right now. Yeah. We had to take two we elevators. Done that too. We didn't have studios to where it was like, yeah, you got to damn near come in this bitch with your shirt off and you trying to work tonight. Yeah, we did all that. Having people not believe in the shit you're doing. Oh, and, for sure. And, and and I always try to talk about that with that, especially with people that are established to to get for like the younger people that are trying to get their name out. They're trying to work on something. Right. Uh, uh, I have a homeboy. He always tells me. Uh, most of overnight success happens in 15 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. I definitely believe in the 10,000 hour rule. Yeah. I believe as I, younger, I didn't, yeah, whatever. We mm, Think about how many times people was like, yeah, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next. How many times we've heard I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next, I'm next. And it's just like, man, don't even focus on that. Yeah. Focus on being consistent. Focus on waking up every day and just being consistent, whatever you're doing. And I think that's going to take you, with, with anything, you could be, be a mailman if you want to be that one. Consistency, yeah, I would say, but I feel like that's a reward for sure. The lessons learned, I think that's overlooked. The the smarts and the stuff that we have now comes from. Think about when you're in a studio with somebody and they're like, "Well, you know, we ain't got this," uh, or somebody would play you a song and say, "Well, you know, it ain't mixed, kid." <laughs> like we've been, like we've heard the word, we've been there. We we like, I you don't think we do, we do this? Like, yeah. who said? I heard. Oh, first time Drake got in the studio with Kanye, he said. What, what did they were at the interview and they were like, what do you what did you think? He was like, first thing I think is, he really do this. Like, you know, he'd be like, oh yeah, he probably has a million people working around. Nah, yeah. he really do this. And I think that's what with us is like, nah, we really we do this every day. Yeah. Twenty something years. Yeah. Perfection. And and with twenty still learning. Still learning. <laughs> that's what I'm about to ask. Biggest lesson learned in these plus twenty plus years of of, of career. Uh what's like the biggest lesson you guys have learned? Never give up. Yeah, you'll never find out. Because like he said, he said it perfectly earlier. We did. Would you do this for ten years without making money? We did this for a long time before we saw a dollar. 
Yeah. When people we think you got money. Up. That's the thing. When people think you got money. And we're around successful people all day. <laughs> between his sister and Slim and everybody we've been around since Slim. Mm-hmm. Being around that and you don't have nothing, could it can discourage you. Yeah. But it never mm-hmm. did to us. We always kept saying, yeah, we got, we're going to get that one day. One day, mm-hmm. one day. And just having that little bit of faith kept us going. So, you know, that was um, one of the biggest lessons learned is to stay down. When when did that big payday come for you guys that it just changed all around? We still, yeah, waiting, we still on waiting on it. Where is it? <laughs> Where is it? Because <laughs> what defines a big payday? You talking about a million dollars? I y'all brought this with that, how that answer came real quick. Like we still waiting I mean, on it. I mean, what it is, too. We've had success in this. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, We've yeah, made yeah, money yeah, in this yeah, shit for sure. You know what I'm saying? When you say big payday, we ain't made no money to sit back and say, you know what? We can kick back. We ain't got to do nothing right now. Yeah. We ain't made that yet. Success ain't the destination. It's the journey anyway. So it's never like a... Uh, uh, I don't feel like when we say big payday. I mean, I feel we can get a paycheck, and I'd be like, shit. Okay, and we trying to do it without selling our catalog either. Yeah, without selling the catalog, we want to be able to let our kids' kids eat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I would say that, but you know, it's never. I don't feel like in any success, there's a mountain top, and you're just standing up looking down. Now you, I can see it's a mountain, and you're looking down and going, damn. I remember when I was there, but you could always look up. Yeah, and go. There is a next level. There's another door. There's something else we can be doing. Like who thought we'd even be in a management position to even be, you know, you know, messing with a, a artist that big and how it came out of nowhere. And just like him, he been rapping since he was four. He didn't come yeah. out of nowhere. He'll say it at his shows all the time. His daddy used to make him get up and rap when he yeah. in the seventh grade and rap, rap, rap against these adults and stuff like that. I told him, I said, that's a athletic career. Your daddy make you up shoot a thousand shots at night, you know. Yeah. That didn't come out of nowhere. It's him being able to make any kind of song he wants isn't like, hey, I want to make a country song today. It's just what he feels. But it's because he's been doing it for so long. Yeah. And he could, that's why he can rap. That's why it's easy. It, it's easier now for him to do. So, you know, just shout out to him too for that. But watching that is who knew we would be even be doing something like that right now. Yeah. That's not something I don't feel like we planned. And 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 I and I guess you said something earlier about, you know, the the lesson is within the journey or something like that. You said and reminded me, uh, I had read something before where it talks about this lady that got rich. She, she sold her business, got rich. Um, and then five years later, she met with, with one of her ex-coworkers and they asked her, oh, you know, life must be perfect. She's like, nah. And she's like, well, what do you mean? You have everything you want. He's like, well, I already got the car that I wanted, the house that I wanted, and I traveled the places I wanted to travel. What now? Mm-hmm. So it's like the purpose ended. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and, and to be able to still be looking for that, you know, for the next step, it's I guess that's the beauty of for sure. We don't that journey's over, bro. What, what's next? Yeah, we don't look at ourselves like producers for the rest of our career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we want to take positions at labels and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah, tied in with a few labels, but like we we wouldn't mind having a job at not saying this label with like Atlantic or Interscope or Sony or something. Yeah, you know, A and R or some shit like that. It's enough experience. We have enough experience to do so. Yeah, we have enough connections. We can make enough calls. Yeah. And, and that's crazy. We've and, become managers, and we've never had managers. Nobody ever managed us. We've always and been our managers. So Nobody. Everything that we've done in our career has been us building relationships with people on our own. Yeah. We meet somebody today, we get your number, and I call you tomorrow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. didn't, we never had anybody. Closest thing, managed. closest thing we did to managers was, was like Goo. being. I would say, oh, Goo was our manager, but Goo being on the road, manager. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Goo. Being on the road with me. my sister, we would be doing like role managing situations and stuff like that. And um, that's just coming from y'all are here, you know, role manager, and we would already be doing that kind of stuff, making those kind of connects. And I think that kind of somewhat experience, but nobody ever taught us nothing. Yeah. That was just, naturally, even artists around Houston, we've helped get deals, do stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's never like 
we were signed or in position. You know what I'm saying? It was just like we made a call and it happened. Yeah. Or link this guy with this guy or set it up. And the artists see that, they pay attention to that yeah. because OT's not the first person that asks us to manage them. It's been other artists in the city that asked before. Like, why don't y'all just manage me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's dope, man. You mentioned earlier about the platinum plaques. How many platinum, pla- uh, platinum plaques are we looking at? We got one platinum, one gold. Platinum, one gold. Yeah. See, 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 think how much stuff we still need to do. Some people got 10. Yeah, yeah. Some people have got 20, 20, 30. Yeah. So it's like, we, so yeah, well, our journey's not over yet, bro. It's, it's just. And then what we do, our position, we're not like, well, in rap is like that where age matter. Our age don't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, production. We our, be we're 50 production. years old as long as you like these beats. 60. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 60. We're, we're just going to know more people and know more things about it. And we don't have the mind frame of, see, I ain't doing that with, no, we always tap in with the youngsters. And when I say youngsters, it's just whatever's next coming up, generation. next highest thing, yeah. newest generation. Newest wave. Yeah, sometimes it's and a train reaction. Of, we don't even have to tap in with them because they hitting us already. Yeah. yeah. It's a they train reaction. We got going on, so they want to work with us. Mm-hmm. They want to come sit with us and work with us. And that's yeah. that's a blessing in itself for us to be this uh, far along in our career and the, the newer generation is still hitting us up. Yeah. Every generation is still hitting us up yeah, from where we started to now. Yeah. We still work with the Slims and the Pauls and, and, and the that, Mike Jones and Kiki. shit like that. Zero. We doing an album with Zero Rest right now. Big yeah. Pokey. We doing an album with Paul right now. We doing an album with Slim right now. But we also doing an album with Zero. OT, and we also doing an album with fucking Peso Peso, Lil Jeremy, uh, Sauce Walker. We on his new yeah, album. A lot of work yeah. still. Yeah. 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 See, and that's what I was gonna ask. What else you guys are? Uh, what else can we expect? You know, f- as far as production or, or management from you guys here in the next couple of months? Uh, as of management right now, we just got OT. We gonna focus on OT yeah. right now. We we not the management team that's gonna try to get twenty people at one time. We gonna focus on. We gonna be able to focus. We got a producer too, Eric Easy, but we right now we just have OT as far as rapping. Yeah. Oh, and Jody. Jody we got Jody okay, too. Yeah. yeah, we got Jody. Yeah, as, as far as you know, you did mention you got an album with, with Kiki, with Paul. Yeah. Uh, Kiki album that just came out. We uh, did the single to that, that Cypher song that he put everybody on. Yeah. We made that beat. Is, is Big Pokey too. Big Pokey album he yeah. dropped R. before R. he passed. We uh, yeah. did like R. two R. on Big that. Pokey, man. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you said the Kiki just dropped. Is, is there any any anything else coming up here in the next couple of months? Yeah. Uh, Paul, is, Paul is dropping. Slim is dropping. Sauce Walker is dropping. Uh, Peso Peso is dropping. Lil Jeremy is dropping. Uh, Fast Lane is dropping. Uh, YTB Fat Moneybags artist is dropping. Uh, Big Thirty, we got the intro to his <laughs> album. <laughs> Big Thirty is from uh, CMG Camp. Uh, we only got it. Yo got it last album too. Uh, who else? Man? Yeah, we got. Uh, I mean, that's just off the top of my head right now. I'm pretty sure if I looked at my phone, I like, we say, OT's, that's already on OT's yeah. next album. We did a lot of the whole thing mm-hmm. on next yeah. OT's whole next album. That's that's crazy to think because I know he just what was it, like two three days ago he just yeah, dropped drop one, one. Mm-hmm. he already got another one it's already it's yeah. already full of features we got Trap Boy Freddie on there you got Lil Ryan uh, Lil C J Casino you got Zero on there Slim Thug on there Paul Wall on there who else Sauce Walker gonna be on there we got a few motherfuckers yeah. on there. Uh, is, is it going to be something kind of like the last one he it's, dropped? Where it's nah, like this one's going to be more of Johnny Dang type mm-hmm. records. A country Johnny, rap tunes oh, only. No. no country, no crossover, yeah. just all straight Southern shit. Yeah. But he yeah, he going to get that OT feel, just period. Yeah. He's very as far as versatile. The production, yeah, the production yeah. is real Southern. But his rapping style is his rapping style. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man, um, again, since you guys, you know, have been in the game for so long, man, and, and obviously you get, you just said 20 plus years that – Ten years is crazy enough to 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 and crazy in a, in, a, in a good way. I mean, like it the fact that you guys are still out here doing your thing, getting love mm-hmm. and support from everybody. Right, twenty plus years. 
like salute to y'all because that you, shit brother. is not appreciate easy. Appreciate uh, and we still like we we feel like we got another twenty years because yeah. we haven't even got management yet. Once management gets behind us, it's gonna be even bigger it's than over, that. Yeah, you know what I'm uh, saying. Once we have somebody else working for us while we're doing our thing, it, it's only gonna get bigger from yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, for anybody right now working out of their garage, any 14, 15 year old trying to one day work with these big name artists, what's like the advice that you would give him besides don't give up? Lock in. Uh, I mean, well, best advice. Yeah. I mean, if, if as far as not giving up, I mean, if you really want to do this and you're really trying to meet people, you got to be outside, bro. Yeah. You got to be at the, every time you see a listening party or album release or some type of event where, you know, it's going to be a bunch of artists there, you need to pull up. Yeah. And then not just pull up and just watch. You need to pull up and open your mouth. Pull up and Cold talk. mouth don't get fed. You're not, you can't, you can't get that guy We learned that the hard way. We never had management. So if nobody's talking for us, we'll never meet this person again. So we got to walk up to him and introduce ourselves and talk yeah. to him. And we'd be in contact like that and not talking. And that's when we realize, okay, we got to start talking. So we just getting looked over because yeah. nobody knows who we are and there's nobody representing us. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I would say that when you pull if up, you got to jump outside, out of character, jump out of character. Yeah, put your pride to the side. Too. Don't be too cool to, to walk up to somebody because you'll be surprised. A lot of these artists might fuck with you off the off the rip. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh damn, I like your energy. Shit, hell yeah, send me something. I'm a jam them in the car right now. That yeah. didn't happen to us before too. Like, same like, focused, you know how little Snoop got that 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 story. Little Snoop was Meek's artist that that died. Remember? Yeah, yeah little Snoop. You know how he met little Snoop? Uh-uh. Little Meek was out in Louisiana doing a show somewhere, and little Snoop ran up to the car, was knocking <laughs> on his window like, "Hey, bro." I got this CD, bro. I've been waiting here all day to check my CD out. And me took it and listened to it on the way to the airport. Called him when he landed in Philly. Just Dang, like that. He said, close mouths don't get fed. Close mouths don't get fed. Yeah. He said his little dude was running after the car and was knocking on the window. And he took and the I CD. I think he sent him like a, a, he didn't even come down on a plane. He came down like on a bus to meet me. Like a yeah. bus, from, bus from wherever he was at and got there on a bus. And he still did it. Then boom, made that 10 racks in front of everybody. Look, let's go. But that took took work. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I got money. Hey, bro, start rapping. That's why when you saw that battle, you saw the difference. And it, Tip was like, "Your daddy wasn't in your house." I mean, like you, you had some hungry nights where you was rapping, nigga. You, you know what I'm saying? You was writing that shit, you know, whatever. So that comes out in his music. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. Music itself, it, 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 the proof is in the pudding a lot of times. Yeah, with music, man. Um, selfishly, this was dope for me. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like I said, I mm-hmm. influenced some of y'all's work, and it was cool to n- learn about. You know, you told me you guys did the one for uh, the Texans. I'm a Texans fan. I need yeah, the Texans. Houston Texans. Yeah, I'm of the Texans. Yeah, so, so it, it was dope to find that out, man. And and you know, the stories. I'm sure there's a lot that we can share later on. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, again, thank you guys for making time. Thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for having us, man. Um, thank you for having and, us, man. And you know, for anybody that might not be following for any artists or, or just fans of your music, where can they find you on social media? Uh, we don't have a a, a GMB page. We both have separate pages, but uh, my Instagram page is at underscore B Don B D O N and an underscore at the end. So it's underscore B Don underscore. And yeah. I'm underscore oh, I'm G underscore L U C K. G look. Or you could just go to that Mexican OT's page and our info is in the bio. Yeah. Alrighty. Well shit. Hey, again, thank you guys for, for stopping by. Thank you guys for making time. Yes, sir. Uh, if you haven't done so, make sure you guys follow them on social media. We'll have the links of the des- on the description of the podcast, description of the video, and hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And once again, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for stopping by. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. uh, You're watching Texas Underground. Let's go.